Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shop has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040. Uh, Otherwise, I'll have my friend right, Mario Knapp all over me. All right. <laughs> mm. That's the delicious liquid, whatever that is. Yeah. They'll find out on Instagram. Yeah, man. And what's in the cup. Yeah. Like that plug? Yeah. <laughs> what's in the All cup? right. So, first guest, Freddie, you want to introduce yourself to the millions and millions of listeners. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Go ahead. You take the introduction. Take the introduction. Freddie Trillo. That's right. Or I like to call him Trillios. Trillios, man. Boy, I, Trillios. It, it depends. Uh, it's Trillo or yeah. Trillo or... Yeah. Don't say Trujillo. 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 That's, the, that's the one I get that all the time. <laughs> and, and Officer J, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I went right, right to the guest. I'm, I'm here. Hey, no, <laughs> I went right to the guest. Guest first. Totally I, cool. I yeah. apologize. We, we switched it up a little bit on the seating arrangement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got to try and you know, working things out. Like you said, it's a work in progress as always. Mm-hmm. The studio is a work in progress, and then our seating arrangements are kind of a work in progress. Yeah. So we will, um, you know, move we'll, this around. But we, we'll we like this. Yes. I'm the, I can be the gopher that you wanted me to be and uh, look up stuff. Yeah, that's, what, that's why he's got the laptop. And if I, and if, fact and if I totally Sounds start ignoring good. you guys, he's a fact I'm just checker. playing on Facebook. So, um, Freddie, I brought you here for a reason today. Okay. Not only are you the man, the myth, the legend. But you got a lot of knowledge, and you are a former police officer, right? Law enforcement officer. Well, former f- full-time. Former I'm, full-time. I'm still oh. in the reserve program. Oh, did not know that. Still yes. reserve. Yes, I'm still reserve. I'm still active. So what, is that, what does reserve mean? What is reserve? I have to that? go in um, and spend a couple months, uh, I'm sorry, a couple hours a month mm-hmm. in the department, and that's pretty much the requirements. That, and you retain, you retain your certification for yes, the state. Yes, I have my badge. I have my, my firearm I can carry. All right. But, uh, you know, you know I, I've been doing that for a couple of years. I, I went active reserve in 2014. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years now. That's, and that's, that's uh, I'm guessing, so you could um, keep your certifications as a trainer. Right. Yes. And do, and do defensive tactics and and to teach to law enforcement agencies. Yes. Not that I necessarily need it. Yeah. To teach, but I just thought it'd be something good to still have. That hey, you know what? I'm still one of you guys. Yeah. yeah okay. You know, I you guess know? once a once a cap, always a cap. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it makes you just as relatable and stuff yeah. too. Exactly. So they, uh, it's not who's this guy coming in to to show us some stuff. So and and, awesome. and that's the hard thing sometimes because you know you have to. People want to know what this guy's credentials. All right. So background on you. Jiu-jitsu, right? Would say your bread and butter. How many years? I bleed it. <laughs> How many years? You got the scars to prove it. Oh, I started jiu-jitsu in 95, 96, mm-hmm. around there. And that's uh, yeah. there's an interesting story of, of how it became, huh? Yes. Yeah? Quite a... It's a great story. Yeah. It's a bad story, but it's a great story, you know. Um, so go into it. Go into it. All right. You really want to know. I, I want to know. <laughs> I've, I've heard it. Um, and I think the audience would actually benefit right. greatly from it. You're going to get me started on this. And, yeah. it, and it helps. It helps. It helps set the, set the mood. Go. Okay. So uh, I think, yeah, it's important to know my, how my expertise started. 1991, I was in the police academy. 1992, I was 
a police officer now. You know, I graduated. I started working. Can I say the name of the department and all yeah, that? Yeah, it's on you. Opalaka Police Department. Okay. Opalaka. Opalaka. Okay. In Miami, Florida. Great flea market in there, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, small my, department. My, my postal service packages go through there. Oh. Okay. Yes. They, 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 <laughs> that's, they are located on the uh, border. Okay. So... 1992, uh, I was a cop, 1992, and to make a a long story short, I'm going to try to condense it because it's pretty long and I'm just going to stick to the important parts. I I was a rookie officer. I was by myself. I had just gotten cut loose from my FTO phase, so I was on my own. And I see this guy speeding. Now... You know, um, Opalaka is a real high crime area. Okay. And this was 1992. Yes. You th- what it is today is nothing compared to 1992. Oh, man. It was oh, really... You're one of those guys, huh? It was really bad. <laughs> yes. You, but it was. You hear about the stories back in my day, oh, son. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. I'm familiar with the area. Cue and the this, piano music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but this is, uh, this is truth. This is, this is definitely truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so I, um, I see this guy speeding, and I pulled him over. And it turns out that um, when he gets out, he actually pulled over rather quickly. You know, most people, you put the lights on. May take a block or two. Yeah, they don't realize, and they look up. And they yeah, go, oh, they look no. up. They yeah. put their turn signal. They and they, they pull put over. their seatbelt. They try to go yeah, real slow. That extra, they're real slow, that extra like they're block. not moving. <laughs> the seatbelt. And yeah. they, they try not to move their mouth yeah. and speak to everybody. Yeah, everyone, everybody, put your seatbelts on. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, true. put your seatbelts on, guys. We can see you guys when you're Bro, doing they all should, that. People are yeah. so naive sometimes. They don't understand. We can see all this yeah, yeah, from yeah. the back, unless you have real dark windows. But anyways. Um, no, this guy was completely the opposite. The moment I got behind him, he slammed on his brakes and he exited his car. Now, you got to understand one thing. When you're an officer yes, and you're pulling over somebody that you have no idea who they are, what they've done, where they're going, what's going on, you have no idea. Yes. If this guy gets out of the car and starts walking, you do not have time to start fumbling on your radio, I have to call it in. Sir, can you please stop? I have to call this in before you get over here. You don't have time to do that. Nope. So what do you do? You exit your car. Because I felt that sitting in the car, I was more of a target. It's a death box. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can't. I'm not mobile there. Get out of the car. So I got out of the car real quick, and I addressed him. But here's the thing, man. Um... I have a little ghetto sensibility in me, mm-hmm. okay? Meaning I have street, street smart. smarts, yeah. okay? So you're, you were a good cop then. <laughs> I, I could tell the way this guy was walking at me that this was not an average stop. Red flags. I can see it in his demeanor and yeah. the look on his face. So I had to think quick, and I did. I said, I said sir, what happened? Is there an emergency? Somebody get hurt in your family. So I went into the actor yeah, yeah, yeah. role. Try to throw, throw yeah, him off. Him. And like, it worked. Oh, yeah? He stopped cold in his feet. That's good. He said it bought me time. That's what Because you- in his mind, wait a minute. He had just committed a major crime. But now I threw that bump in the road and he's like, well, wait a minute. This cop may not know that I what I just did. Vi- a violent major crime, right? Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, we, we, 
it, it stopped him in his tracks. Are you going to say that what the crime is? Is that at the end of the okay. story? I don't want to reveal. Uh, okay. I don't want right. to be that He guy. had just Spoiler committed. Alert. He just committed a carjacking. That's not his car. He beat up an elderly person not far from where I stopped him. And the car wasn't even out. Yeah. Think about that. Your victim your, had your, called in. Yeah. Your grandma, your grandpa's driving. Some guy stops the car, grabs him, beats him up. Yeah. Beats him to a pulp, takes their car and goes. That's a that's a bad member jammer, man. That guy needs to be off the streets. And then you run into and this And that's guy. one of those things that people need to remember anytime we stop him. We're, we understand that sometimes those kind of events have just happened with yeah. the people we stop. So we're going to kind of treat you like that at first professionally and make sure. And then yeah, it's good. Start, continue. So sorry. We, sorry. We, no, we that's fine. Throw, we throw, throw the two cents in the pot. <laughs> Training hat. <laughs> Pick it up with the 88 cents. Let's get this dollar on the road. <laughs> so, um, okay, bro. So, so you pull the guy over. Yeah, I asked him for his ID. He pulls out a wallet. And I want you to picture this. He pulls out a wallet. I go, listen, I just want to make sure you got your license. If everything is good, man, yeah. you're on your way. He looks, pulls out a wallet, opens it, and when he opens it, a picture ID. From, I want you to picture in your it's mind. 1992. 1992. Yeah. 1992 yeah. I would That's picture, his timeline. That's his timeline for Facebook. <laughs> picture, <laughs> picture the ID flipping in the air yeah. and then landing in between him and me. Yeah. And I look down at the picture, and it's not the person that's holding the wallet. Ooh. Yeah. And I look up at him. He looks at me. He rushed me. Oh, so there was no, like, ah. Uh, no, there was no ah uh, moment. I guess I grabbed the wrong wallet. Sorry. There was more of a. Back in the car. More of a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A moment. Yeah. He rushed me. Man, I, in 1992, I was what? 22, 23 years old. You make the math. Yeah. Um, but uh, 92, the, I, was, I was 10. <laughs> okay, boy. I was oh, 10. Boy. <laughs> I was in, uh, I was in, I was in my fourth I was 10, old man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guy picks me up, lifts me up, and slams me on concrete. Now, let's, real quick. How much did you weigh? How big were you? How big was this oh guy? Was it an even fight, or was it? It was a, the he was tipping in his favor. Completely in his favor. This is 1992. No jujitsu back then. No nothing back then. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I'm five nine. I, I and then when I was a, a rookie cop, I think I was a a buck fifty, sixty maybe yeah. on a good day. But it, but in your heart you were two fifty solid yeah. muscle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you one of those guys? Hulk Hogan. Were you one of those guys? No, I didn't walk around with the city of Miami. Uh, sorry. Hey, hey I got a go. city of Miami got, shirt showing still, the muscles. Still a little bit. Still a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tapered, bro. Oh man, I go so far back. I mean, I mean, I I go far back is the River Cops times. Oh, those are bad oh, times. Oh man, I have a whole story on on that. We're gonna bring you back. We're going to bring mean, you back. I feel I'm, like you're full of knowledge. And I, good I was there, bro. I was there. All right, moving. We got okay. him. He said it. It's been years. We got him. He said yeah, he was no, there. No, no. <laughs> statue, <laughs> statue of limitations right. is gone. Okay, we're going okay. to bring you back. We don't want to give all the goodies in the first, in the nah, first run. I'm not cop anymore, yeah. so I could say all it's this It's going to be a five-hour episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyways, um, 
So, get, I'll, I'll finish the story real quick. Yes. The guy kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. You can say it. Sorry. PG-13. Guy kicked my butt. Okay, mm-hmm. destroyed me. Picked me up, mounted me, grabbed my radio, grabbed my radio, threw it over the fence. So now I couldn't communicate. By the way, oh. I, I didn't have didn't time. Ra- and you didn't radio it in. I couldn't. That's right, yeah. I didn't have time. That's, that's oh. oof. You know what's so funny? I get these, there are some officers out there that just Monday morning quarterback everything. Yeah. Oh no, that's not proper protocol. Uh, you should have, you should have told that guy to stop. He would have stopped, yeah. and he would have given you time. Man, where were you a cop, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Try yeah. doing that in Opalaka. No, or some of these rough areas where they don't, pl- they don't play by the rules yeah. that you live in. Okay. No, I completely understand. Come it. on, man. So, anyways, um, the guy grabbed my radio, threw it over the fence. So now I couldn't communicate with anybody. By the way, he was mounted on me. Sitting on my chest is mounted, for those that may not know. Um, He had thrown me down, and he mounted on me. He ripped my handcuffs out of my pouch, threw my handcuffs over the fence. No radio, no handcuffs. So he knew what he was looking at. He knew exactly what he was looking at. He had been arrested. He was a career criminal. Wait, 92, did you have a revolver? No, no. Okay, I, I had a Beretta. I thought, okay, okay, it's a Beretta. I was like, I was waiting for the. He threw my speed loaders. No, <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Okay, okay. Bro, I ain't that old, I dude. Know. So I got, off, so I got off my horse. <laughs> pulled, pulled my lasso. Okay, okay, okay. I turned on my one light. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. You're okay. Okay. All right. Serious. Hey, listen. This is a serious conversation. We got you know, lighten it up a little bit, but I had to. You know. You know. That's how we. Are. You know that, right? Oh my God! Bro. That's the way police. How are. am I supposed to have this conversation? I'm sorry, serious, dude. Okay, so it's a serious <laughs> training class. Uh, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tone and it shout down. out let's to my back. wife out there. Yeah, she's, she, she's, she's watching and she's, she's crying giggling. quietly yeah. over there she's from, giggling. from the laugh. It Anyways, help, it helps with energy. Um, so, bro, the guy went to work on me. Broke, busted my eyes, broke my lips, uh, chipped my tooth. I mean, I couldn't work for like two weeks because. I couldn't see. My eyes were all... The guy destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Flat out destroyed me. And I remember I... At that moment, I was really upset at the, uh, at the, at the system that the police academy had in place for preparing me as a cop. Because, listen, man, I was new. I was a new cop, and I would think that the police academy would give us the best tools, the best equipment, and the best training... Because we're going out there and we're putting our lives on the line. Yeah. You're calling me because you can't handle what's happening wherever you're at. And you're calling me as a resource. And I would think that the department would give me those tools so that I can go out there and, and apply my job. But that was not the case. And in many instances, even today, 20-something years later, we're still having the same problems that we had back then. Now... I can I can attest because I got a little familiarity. They're changing the curriculum, and I don't know if you had any say in that. Yes, but they're changing the curriculum for defensive tactics, um, and they have made modifications here and there. But uh, they are changing the curriculum entirely, and they're incorporating a lot more uh, jujitsu and MMA tactics. Um, not only that, uh, being on the inside again, because I have a little. Uh, I'm, I'm going to push back a little bit. I have a little bit that uh, we have extra hours. That we insert um, more jujitsu stuff, and we have a great instructor there. As a matter of fact, he's one of your students. 
Moise. Yes. Moise shout Joseph. Out, shout out to Joe, my A boy man. Joe. Yeah. Moise. He, he has the same exact birth date and year as me. Yeah. Nice. Separated at birth. Wow. So he was 10 also in 1992. Yeah, in 1992, oh, nice. he was also 10. All right. Okay, so I just had to push back a little bit because <laughs> I got a dog in the fight for this one. But um, so, yes, I agree without a doubt. Um, and we're going to get more into that. And this is why I brought you on so you can bring in that expertise because you are the man when it comes to this, especially in police work. Everyone, you mention your name and everyone's like, oh, you know, that guy, that guy's solid, you know? So, but we'll, so going back, 92. So, yeah, so there was no jujitsu back then. And uh, so for a couple of years, I went around looking for different arts because I realized what was being taught in the academy was utter garbage. I'm just going to flat out, not even going to sugarcoat it. It was garbage because it was all based on the striking arts from the 70s, the Bruce Lee era, kung fu fighting. And all that fancy TV crap that does not work. <laughs> and what? I'll, I, 100%, I'll prove it to anybody, yeah. okay, it does not work. Oh, I, is that a challenge out there? No. The Some guy's that, like, are you talking no, to me? No, it's not a challenge. This is not about, <laughs> this is not, this is never about Freddie Trillo of course. being better than anybody. Oh. This is about jiu-jitsu. It is the only art that covered all bases of a fight, striking, takedowns, ground fighting, the self-defense part, because there's also a self... Yeah, those three those parts that I mentioned, it's all part of the self-defense, but then there's another part of self-defense that doesn't necessarily involve uh, a fight, like the preliminary part, like what to do, somebody grabs you in a bear hug. Yeah, yeah. You know, just surprise you and grabs yeah. you in a bear hood. That's the yeah. self-defense part that I referred. And that all like of those. I that to Justin, by the way. Like, hey, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Every time. Like, hey, every he's time. always hiding when yeah. I walk yeah. into the studio. I have, oh, a, I have a bush that I hide in. <laughs> oh, oh, we got our first technical difficulty. You know, that's quite the opposite. With me, once guys started knowing, and the guys found out that I was training Jesus, they were always a. Yeah. Um, hesitant to approach me. Yeah, you have you have immaculate hands, by the way. Your hands, you're like they just look like jujitsu. Like I'm scared to give you a handshake. Look at those things. Or, or my ears. Yeah, that's how you can tell. Always no, see. no, I don't. Hey, that's a good point. You ever stop somebody out there? You see the ears messed up. That's a sign. That's a grappler. Yeah, it's, you know, um, incident like that occurred, and the guy was wearing a shirt that even said something about MMA or something. Had the ears. Officer kind of let his guard down a little bit. And and then uh, the guy was playing possum, you know, and then he he pounced on him. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's something now that also in the academy is we're we're bringing into scenarios and bringing to light because of the fact exactly what you said. You key in on that stuff. That stuff that you're like, you know, if it, it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it could probably put you in an armbar. Yeah. <laughs> it's the not. It's the nonverbals that you're taught yes. in, the, in the academy how to look for, you know, clinch fist and stuff like that. But those, yes, the ears, yeah. the shirts, mm-hmm. you know, um, stuff that, man, this is, we're in, we're in, we're in a year that's that how anybody does not know about, about, um, about jiu-jitsu or MMA is yeah. just amazing to me. Yeah. So anyways, jiu-jitsu was, going back, it wasn't about me. It was about jiu-jitsu. It was just, it's, it is so much more powerful. And it really prepares you for a full fight. Now, you're, you mentioned that the academy is, 
is bringing, Wait. is teaching. Oh, go ahead. I, we never finished the uh, the story. So you get you beat your eyes, and now you're sitting oh. in. And then what goes through your mind? By by the by the way, I had to go off mic and do a little burp because last time I burped. He zoomed in, right in. on me, <laughs> and it showed me burping. So I learned how to do. Oh, I think I clicked the mic. I learned how to do silent burps. Before we pick up the the finale of the story, why don't break? you explain to him a little bit about what we're going to be doing with breaks? Oh, okay. So every fifteen minutes or so, we're, we're going to take a quick break because we're trying. We're going to bring in uh, sponsors, and we're going to try to make this this studio better, bigger. Helps with the budget and uh, helps to get uh, things known out there. I guess for sponsorship. Uh, mean so we're going to start incorporating breaks so we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back right back and sounds like stuttering a over my words help me out justin yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll be right back this portion of the podcast is brought to you by how to teach k-12 online uh it's written by angela lawrence you can find it on amazon you can order a hard copy or download the kindle version uh, inside this handbook, teachers will learn over 20 strategies to support a teacher as they transition from face-to-face to online instruction. Administrators in schools will find a launching pad for professional development. And parents that are homeschooling online for the first time can get an inside scoop into how to teach students in a virtual classroom. So this handbook is ranked number one. That's right. In Espanol, numero uno. In professional development in new releases by Amazon. Pick up a copy today. Uh, you can again in a digital copy on, on your Kindle, or you can order the hard copy paperback on Amazon today. Now let's get back to the podcast. We're back. What We're do you think? Back. Huh? First sponsor ad. Whatever. All right. So continue. So Ali, here we go. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the part where I thought I was going to die. Oh. So that's a thing. Oh yeah, it's very serious. And why, extremely. Let, let me let me ask. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. Why? Why did you think you were gonna die? Because I've gotten into fights, right? And and I, and I know the answer, but I want to be that person asking that question. But why did you think you were gonna die? But so I want to hear it from your mouth, you know, because I know why. Well, go ahead. Listen, um, I found myself on my back. It was a beautiful sunny day. I remember it like it happened right now. It's when whenever you're faced with a traumatic life altering situation like that. I mean, you, I can still smell myself. I can still see that. I can feel the heat of the floor, the sweat. I can feel the strikes hitting me. It comes a point where when you feel those strikes hitting you. You don't feel the pain anymore. You yeah. just see you just see them and it's like the TVs do a great the movies do a great part. It's boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't feel it anymore and it's like everything like tunnel visions. Yes. You know, it, it's it's a weird feeling and it's like all I remember seeing is the guy standing over me looking at me and sweat and rage and and hate in his face and it's like he wanted to kill me, and and I'm like, man, I've never met you before, and you hate me so bad. I yeah. can feel that hate in him. And um, I never did. You say he was a big dude. I didn't. Yes. Um. Yeah. Again, I'm five. I was five nine, one fifty. He's six two, 
230. That's a significant. Yeah, that's a way different division. You went up. Big time. An older guy, I mean, if I was in my 20s, he was, let's say he was 30, but still, that's solid. He's got man strength. He's got man strength. Exactly. He's prime. So um, I remember looking up and I said, I can't believe that this is happening to me. Yeah. And let me tell you something. What came through my mind, I know with certainty that that's the same thing that goes through other people's minds, people that have died yeah. or people that have gotten close to dying have said. I mean, the, the ones that have been close to dying have said similar things to what I was saying. I can't believe this is happening to me, right. that I'm here and I'm going to die here and yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. But then... Something came in to my thought and said, no, you're not going to die here. You're going to get up. You're going to keep fighting. You're going to keep fighting up. You're going you're gonna to move on. And so I remember the guy just looked at me and he's like, he's, he got tired of beating me up. Oh, really? So he just got up and he just started. Oh, I remember what I did. I, bear, I, I grabbed him. He was mounted on me. So I bear hugged him. So that I, I, I knew nothing else to do. And you're probably wondering, why didn't you go for your gun? Yeah. Because I get this all the time. Yeah. Again, Monday morning quarterback. But sometimes they don't know. It's a legit question. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. When you're this close to somebody, <laughs> he has as much of an angle to g- grab your gun from you as you are from yourself, uh, pulling it out. And I can imagine 92, the holsters weren't that great. Probably one of those leather well, snap holsters. if you understand how those... Because <laughs> you're going back to... I don't think Safariland or anything... I'm not, was I wasn't in the Bonnie and Clyde era, dude. <laughs> you have the, it was a low-sagging <laughs> holster. <Yeah>. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, it's just a flap of leather with <laughs> a, 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 a pocket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that. So it was one of, but it was a Safari, um, Safari Land SS3. I remember that when I got hired, the department gave me a cheap, a cheap yeah. uh, holster, and I was like, ah, I think I'm gonna invest some money in yeah. a better holster, and that's what saved my life because I forgot to mention this part. Shout out he to had Safari dragged Land. me. Yeah, shout out to well, Safari I, Land. They I mean, did actually. Really, it was a groundbreaking holster. I mean, it was. It like, was. It's, it, and it's still it, to this day one it, of the it, better it is I might have it. I just don't know the model number. <laughs> I have it I on use my, Safari Land. It's on my Honor Guard gear. Oh, That's okay. what we carry for Honor Guard. So he had grabbed my gun, but he couldn't take it out because, you know, it, there's a certain angle. Yes. You got to push down and then retention. turn it. Mm-hmm. So if you just try to go straight up, it's not coming out. And, and he was dragging me across the floor. And you can imagine, he's trying to rip my gun out. That's why I never went for my gun. Because I figured if I try to take my gun he's out. He's going to go for it. And he's mounted on top yeah. of me. He's just going to take it out from me. And he's going to kill me with it. Yeah. He's already overpowered you. He's, got, he's in a uh, position uh, exactly. to, to, to so, overcome you. So, yeah. Kind of similar to what you saw in Atlanta outside the Wendy's when the guy had his taser. And he was so close to the, to the guy in, in Atlanta and they oh. took the taser from him. Disarmed him. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The disarming yeah. part. Yes. Yeah, the disarming. I, part. Yeah. It's right there. It is so easy yeah. to yeah. disarm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I yeah. teach a lot of handguns. Not to get too much off topic, but I teach a lot of handguff, 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 handguff. Is that a handgun? Handgun. Handgun. Uh, you know, disarming and stuff. Yeah. And it. Anytime you put a, a gun close to somebody, 
Yeah. It's really easy to it's get just, it. It's yeah. not a it's not a natural device to hold yes, on to to really it's, it's and really, then when you're worried about triggers and yeah. yeah. So so that's pretty much um, I, I remember, oh, by the way, um, residents had called 911 and said, and you can hear the 911 tape, said, listen, you need to send uh, this officer some backup here because he's about to die. Yeah. He's wow. about to, he, nobody knew who it was. They yeah. didn't, they had no idea who I was. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, because you didn't call it in. Okay. Because I didn't call it in. So um, that's how I started my search for jujitsu. And it wasn't until a few years later that I finally saw the first UFC uh, with Hoist Gracie, shout out to Hoist Gracie, yeah. who is who just became a police officer. Really? Where? Yeah, wow. somewhere out west, he just got hired as a as a police officer. I'm sure not full time. Yeah, probably in the reserve program. Yeah. But yeah. Have, have you ever met him? Yes, many times. Oh wow! Yes, Celebrity actually, I, I I've, I've taught alongside with him whenever he came down to do seminars for the Miami Dade Police Department and stuff. And wow, you know that people don't know he is an amazing. Shooter, yeah. Oh, he can outshoot most SWAT teams. Really, I, he is wow. really good. But it's because he also has a lot of access to a lot of, you know, yeah. special ops guys yes. and and cops everywhere. So they take him. He gets the uh, the prime training. Well, he's nice. probably also that personality where he's just so focused and yes. driven into different training aspects that he's just going to be the best yeah he can be at everything yeah follow the ethics to yeah. whatever like to that yeah. and apply it to something else and usually you're successful you got to get those that routine down the ethics like like you and i want to talk about your yes. routines because you have an immaculate routine as well because you spoke to me about it but anyways let's complete this story okay yeah. so um so, so that yeah i saw i saw i saw a horse in the ufc i saw how how jujitsu and 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 this is what's important a, a, a quick point here on the early ufc's ultimate fighting championship Nowadays, what you see now is about who the best fighters are. Yeah. Who the uh, back then it was not about the best fighters; it was which was the best style. Yes. They used to have street fighters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And there was no there was no size. Yes. It was like a three hundred pound guy. No weight like, limit. Gracie. Nothing. Yeah. He had like Tank Abbott or something like Bare that. Bare knuckles. You know, just a big Good. bar fighting yes. guy. Yes. Big beer bellies, and they just overpowered people yeah. just fighting them. And yeah. and that's why it was so important. It's so important to understand those first, at least like the first five, uh, the first couple of UFCs. Why those were important are important to watch because it really shows the power of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what jiu-jitsu was. And as you saw, he had massive success. Yes. And it wasn't about Hoist because Hoist, although, you know, he's athletic, but he's not, he's not a, he's not yeah, a exactly. prime, he's yeah. not, a, you know, a like, prime athlete. These guys now in, in oh, the UFC are shredded. Different. Yeah. But he yeah, was like, yeah, you know, he's, he yeah, was just a guy that was really good at jiu-jitsu. And they picked him to send him in there. He and might be mistaken for like a, a cyclist or something. He's got like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think a bunch of that guy rides bike. No, that yeah. guy will choke you out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> choke you out now. So that's how I got started. I found an academy and then um, fast forward 20 something years now. I've been doing it now 24 years. Yeah, 24. I've been for sure one of the longest. Uh, I was the first, one of the first, if not the first cop down here in Miami. They uh, got their black belt in jiu-jitsu and, and for sure the first one teaching at the Miami-Dade Police Department. Oh, and I got... I Those got, days were crazy. Hey, I, and you know what? Go that's, ahead. We can go right into that's that. That's where I met you. <laughs> yes. At, at, the, at the Miami-Dade Police Department. How are we doing on, on break time? We're, I mean, we got like three minutes. Okay. If, if you got a quick story. 
Well, well, when we come you, back, when we come back, <laughs> when we come back from break, oh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> when we come back from this quick break, uh, I'll tell you how I met uh, Freddie. And at, at the beginning, I was like, oh, that was that wasn't nice of you. But oh, uh, it turns out that it, it was all in uh, it all had a rhyme and reason behind it. But uh, we'll we'll be uh, right back. So the story on how I met Freddie. Let's do it. Yeah. Tonight at nine. No, it doesn't. All right. So, anyways. We'll go to Ridge School. Ridge School is, uh, you want to explain what Ridge School is in your words or what it was? Well, for those that don't know what Ridge is, um, Robbery Intervention Detail. Yeah. It's, a, um, it's a task force that the uh, Miami-Dade Police Department has had for several years. And it's one of the best high crime units that, that the department has had to combat violent crimes, violent street crimes. Now, let let me break it down even more and and simplify it. It's pretty much you're just doing high-risk stops all day long. All day. Traffic stops. You're looking for the wolf. And this is trained by Miami-Dade Police Department, who trains other departments. So they they had a task force. What a task force is is... uh, It's compiled of other agencies. Mm -hmm. So Miami-Dade County goes over all the municipalities. So some of the municipalities, the cities, cities would send two guys to represent their agency to work with this task force, with the RID unit. Uh, Some bad member jammers. Um, The city of Miami, 2011, I believe, or 10 or 9, one of those years, they come up with their own RID um, because it's a large, the city's a large uh, jurisdiction, second largest to obviously the county, which is a county. Whatever. Long story short, they come up with their own RID. They call it True. So it's a mirror unit to RID. Um, so in order to be in True, you have to get certified. And that's where Freddie comes in. Freddie was at the RID school as one of the instructors. He taught the defensive tactics portion. And then actually he led on that. And then he was just kind of supplement. Instructor, right for everything else. Right. Or was there anything else you let on? Because I don't have no idea. I don't recall. But but he doesn't remember. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> he, he saw a whole bunch of uh, students go there. Yeah, so. but he's a teacher. Yeah. So he's what was teacher. your experience? In so my, my experience is I had uh, it was it was it was a majority county guys. Okay. Right. It was about sixty people in the class, and I would say there was about five six city guys. So city county. Like the big brother, little brother syndrome, yeah. you know. They're always we can come into your city, but yeah. you can't come into and, our. County. And it's it's a it's a healthy little jab. Yeah, 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 like yeah. firefighters and police, yeah. you know. So what we're in there, we're in Freddie's portion, teaching uh, an immaculate class. I learned stuff that I was like, wow, this is amazing. I thought I was I was ready for UFC after that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's one time towards the end of the thing. So you get so they train you. There's a lot of shooting involved, okay, to, to Ridge School. A lot of shooting, moving and shooting, shooting from a car. There's, uh, then they have uh, portions where they teach you how to follow cars undetected because you I forgot to mention, we're patrolling in unmarked units, rental cars usually, swapping out, doing different. We had vans, trucks, uh, you know, the Charger, but we had a whole bunch of different array of cars. So going back, the shooting, and there's a lot of fighting. Like every day around the mats, rolling around, learning a different technique to a point where they're like, you need to, you need to have a mouthpiece leading up to the school. I was like, a mouthpiece? What's going on here? Oh, boy. So Freddie's portion. Towards the end, I'm like, man, I like this guy. You know, this guy, he's good, serious. You know, I didn't know that he was, you know, the, the jokester or whatever. It was more like he was very 
boom, on point teaching. Professional. You know, professional. Yeah. I was like, man, this guy. And, I was like, and he would walk by, hey, hey, hey. And he's just like walking by. I was like, ah, okay, that guy's good. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so, so now it's the end of the, the course, right? Towards the end, it's fight circle time. Remember fight circle time? Oh. You got to put it all together. All right, there's one portion where they, they, there's a fight circle with students, and then there's a, uh, a where you go into a scenario and actually fight an instructor, uh, okay, to, to show this. But it's, it's not a, it's a real fight. This is, like they're getting fight, you real. Like yeah. fight club, first, if you're first training, day. You if you're fight. training to do this stuff, it does not serve the trainee if you're not going at it to a realistic right. approach. What are you going to train right. me in all this stuff? If I'm not going to feel, obviously you're not going to go 100%, but you're going you're gonna to feel it. You know what I mean? So yeah. excellent school. Get to the fight circle. All right? So they had the city guys. We're all on one little portion of the circle, and the county mm-hmm. just swarmed us. All right, you, they would pick one city guy versus a county guy. Oh. So they would go. So some of our guys did real good. Well, you know, whatever. One guy here, one guy there. So then it's like I'm towards the end. You and then they go, uh, you (laughs) 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 comes in parts to see, all right. So then I, you know, I had that. I was like, I played, I play humble, you know, I'm a humble guy, I'm the most (laughs) humble guy you ever meet. I'm the best at being humble. That's a joke, but (laughs) I'm the most modest guy you ever meet. Tremendously (laughs) humble. People tell me I'm very humble. I'm very, 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 very humble. That's a a joke. So, anyway, so pick the biggest guy. So he throws a kick. He throws a, a kick at me. I wrap up his leg, and then I sweep the other leg, and I fall on top of him. Boom. He's like, yes. I remember him getting excited. He's like, yes, yes. You know, that's what he does. So I start moving around the guy. Our time is up. Boom. I'm gassed. Yeah. I won. Oh, my God. I won, you know. Boom. So I'm walking back. Woo. And he's like, you. Yeah. Me? He's like, don't yeah. take the gear off. You, yeah. you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna, what? You yes. <laughs> Second round, and then he came up with, you know, I give it to him. He came up with like, hey, the fight's never over, nah, you know, right. right? Just you know, just because you got the handcuffs on, whatever. He made something up to it where he linked it. I'm like, well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> got of a sudden, his buddy pops out yeah. of the car. Yeah, his partners got destroyed. Yeah. But um, it was great, and then we come to know each other later on. I spoke to him. Man, this, the, he's sitting here now. Yeah, you know what I mean? This guy's sitting here now. Yeah. One of the best instructors. Uh, the best instructor as far as defensive tactics that I've, I've come across. And he knows his stuff. Humble dude. And I'm, I'm talking, but uh, he's sitting right here in front of me. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so I'm talking like you're not here. But, yeah, but yeah, man, it was no, good. It was great it. training. It was great training. I appreciate best, the best words. Um, yeah. Well, we try to make it as realistic as possible because I try to put that fear Yes. Inside people so they can learn, hopefully, to, to deal with it. The more comfortable you become being uncomfortable, yes. the better right. you're going to function. Yeah. And, yeah. and, that's, and that's what jiu-jitsu is. And, and this is what I was talking to you about prior to coming on. It's like, if I'm an officer, and I, and I trained in the academy, because you get that. Officers, they train in the academy, and that's pretty much it. Then you got, and you get uh, preg- your, your wife pregnant, you have kids. And then you got to pay braces, you do off duties, and like all this stuff comes in, and your training kind of goes by the wayside a little right. bit, right? So, how do I feel not being hit, not being touched, and one day going to a call and getting knocked on my butt, 
get onto my back. And as jujitsu, and I talk to a lot of jujitsu people, you're like a turtle, right? You don't know what to do on your shell. And what do you? What do they go for? Like, what's your thought? I'm gonna die. You know, I'm gonna go for my gun, and then I get into a shooting. And this is where I was picking your brain. You're like, you think that? I mean, it's obvious. If, if I train often, or not even often, let's say a couple times a month or whatever. I don't know what often is to you, but getting touched, feeling that, getting to my back, being comfortable, being able to, to maneuver on my back and position myself to grab an arm or do something because I know, like, hey, this is not the end of the fight. Matter of fact, I'm probably in it now in a, in a better position than this, this guy who just knocked me on my ass. So, so I'm like, I'm, I'm more comfortable here. Maybe I even, hey, come on, come down here. Start the fight down here because I know I'm going to do better down here than I would maybe throwing hands with this guy because my hands are just the distraction the to get to. the transition stage yeah. of getting up to standing. Yeah, so I'm thinking, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that as far as, like, implementing this or, like, just in general with everything that's going on? You know, do you think things could be avoided just by doing that? Training. Implementing, uh, implementing jiu-jitsu or just training more in general? A- anything. Like, wh- like, basically, what's a- the improvement? I would part? say the key is jiu-jitsu. Hands down. Nothing else. End I mean, of story. Uh, uh, All right, next, con- next conversation. Yeah. So, <laughs> the next tap. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, you can't just say training because, I mean, lifting weights really is not giving you any self-defense. Oh, yeah, you're putting a little muscle, but that doesn't mean anything, really. Yeah. Uh, it's all about the, the technique, and that's, where, that's why jiu-jitsu is so important because, listen, how anybody puts on a uniform without training, to me, is uh, I, I don't understand that. Well, it's hard for me to think that way because I can't see it that way because I was almost killed. Yeah. So for somebody that's never been in my shoes, nah, it won't perhaps they can, yeah, yeah, it won't. Let me tell you. Not one person that's died ever thought it would happen to them. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's good. Okay, and, and, but I felt that that was my mission. I am happy it happened. Yeah. I am 100% happy it happened because it changed me. And now look at me. How many people have I been able to reach and teach them jiu-jitsu? They, they, it has helped them. Yeah, tremendously. You don't see them on the news. No. Because when you train correctly, yeah. you don't create news. Because you're not beating anybody up. You're not hurting anybody. And, and before I forget, you got to be very careful, though, with adding, calling just MMA. Sorry, moving the table. Because no. uh, uh, um, you said that the academy, uh, uh, the department is adding jiu-jitsu yeah, and yeah, adding yeah, yeah. MMA. You got to be, MMA is just a term, mixed martial art. It's yes. not really a thing. A thing. Yeah. So You train boxing. But I believe it or not, all the seminars that I've done at at your department, I've never even shown any striking. Yeah, not one strike. I I think it's because all right, you guys know strikes. You you, you train strikes, but here's something you don't know. Here's something exactly. that would work. Yeah, you yeah you might you need to know strikes. I, I'm not gonna. That's not something I was gonna ask you. I guess we already covered it. You know what's the best form of martial art? And I'm not going to say MMA. Best form of martial art is is what I guess would be. It is jujitsu. Jujitsu. Because everything else is about striking. Yeah. Now let Ooh. me explain. The, uh, let me. The, the reason I don't. Uh, yes, uh, you can teach anybody. It's too easy to strike. Yeah. It's just like it's too easy just to resort to your little tools on yeah. your belt. Which. Which you are, give somebody I, a taser. You give somebody a baton. You give somebody. The, the, the asp or whatever you want to give them, 
they're a lot more likely to resort to these than to go hands-on, where I was completely the opposite. I didn't want to carry any taser. I didn't want to carry any baton. I refused to carry any of it mm -hmm. because if I can't handle it with my hands, then it would be a deadly yeah. situation. But this happened only after I started training yeah. extensively in jiu-jitsu and I became so comfortable at being close to people, taking them down, taking them out of their element. Yes. And 99.9% .9 of the people that you're dealing with out in the road have no idea what jiu-jitsu is. Nope. Well, at least back then where I was. Now the percentages are a little bit more because now UFC and MMA and jiu-jitsu has become a lot more mainstream now. Yeah, yeah. And many departments have begun to adapt jiu-jitsu into, into their programs, which is a fantastic thing. Yeah. But it wasn't like that back then. But it has come a, a big, it has come a very long uh, way. And the hardest part was when you went through the academy because it was getting people to notice jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And believe it or not, it was... I don't know if you remember, with your class, I think I... I, I you talking about RID or are you talking about... Academy? On the RID training, yeah. I think I trained with everybody yes. in your class. You, you did. You I know me, I did. You showed me a technique to where you can... No, 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 but I meant there was... Um, in the early classes, literally when jiu-jitsu wasn't that known, yeah. I had to prove myself. And look at my size. Yes. And when you line up 60 officers, we're talking about, I had to, I, uh, rolling. When I say rolling, I mean physical training. Yeah. Sparring. Sparring. In, 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 another, in boxing, sparring. With or all 60 yeah. people. Oh, that's. Two different classes. Like one group, because when you went, one group's do, on the range, the other group's yes. in DT or doing something else. So I would have to go with everybody. Consecutive? Yes. Oh, I would be number 60. I'd tear you up. <laughs> He's that's, tired. But that's, right but that's what they all thought. Yeah. But I never got to the point of tired. Yeah. Do you know why? Because if you don't know what I'm doing. Yes. And you come at me at 100 miles per hour. Yeah. It's only going to take you about 30 seconds before you gas out. I'm not going to try to meet you. That's, a, that's the formula that nobody there figured out. Yeah. When I would go with everyone, I, would, I know that those first 30 seconds, they're sitting there cracking their knuckles, yeah. preparing them. I got yeah. this little man. Yeah. I got this guy. So in, so in essence, <laughs> you were like Bruce Lee because you used to fight 100, 100 bad guys. Da, 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 but you no, were doing, but I wouldn't hit anybody. Uh, no, but I know. That's what right. I mean. But you're, you're able to tap them out. Bink. Okay, I'm out. Bink. I'm out. That's how I was. Yeah, it was it. quick. They, they tried to mount me. Yeah. Or, I mean, they... they try to force me on my back, I'd sweep them, I'd end up in the mount. And what would I do? Yeah. I would just wait until nose. they get tired and then there's a formula to it because when you mount somebody that has no idea what they're doing, they first try to push you off. When that doesn't succeed, they all turn over to the turtle position. Yeah. To give their back to yeah. stand up. Yeah. And you cannot do that to a jiu-jitsu guy. No. You jump from the frying pan right into the fire. <laughs> because We're now free. All, all you are you gonna do is you're Here just gonna get up. you're exposing your neck. You cannot protect your neck yeah. at all. So um yeah that's what would happen. They're all sixty guys it would it would be I mean it takes some ibuprofen at the end of the night but <laughs> but it was it was Could you pretty do it easy. now? Could you do it now? Well now now there's a lot more awareness. Ah. There's a lot more people starting to so train they know so your, it's they know beautiful. Your tricks. They know your yeah tricks. as a matter of fact now the other day um, when I was teaching at, at, at uh, the city of Miami, 
there was a kid in class that I saw him do a move, and he caught my attention, and he had not told me because I had not even spoken to him, but I knew immediately based on what he did. It was a move that he did. Yeah. I said, only somebody that has trained jiu-jitsu would know that move. So I walked up to him. I said, you trained before, right? Or, or you train currently? Oh, no, I used to train at such and such place. I go, I can tell. Yeah. I, hey, you see it. It's you, good. You know what? And, uh, the, and uh, Moise, humble, humble yes. dude. I've seen him spar, and he's done what you did. He takes on academy recruits to show, like, these, these work. And he's calm. Cool collective, waiting for... Relax. He's not even looking. He's just waiting for the, for the moment. He's moving. He's positioning himself. And then, bam, bam. And it's then chill. he does it. So, these, coming through the academy, some of these recruits, they're already, they're already trained with some of this stuff. Like you said. Some. Some. I'm not saying all. There's some that think they're trained in this. And then you're not, you're not really. Yes. But, but anyways, they come in. And, and then, Moist being the instructor that Eddie is, he'll say, well, he gets feedback. You know, so he's good, and I think it, it's just uh, it's just a reflection of, of his. Uh, what do you call it? the the grandmaster? What do they what do they, what do they call you? Come on, sensei. you gotta have a cool. cool. All right, sensei. they just call me sensei. grandmaster. You come out with the beard, yes. Grandmaster, when I walk into my house, yeah. <laughs> boom, <laughs> my wife runs out <laughs> like a, a, a little sandals geisha. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's gonna kick my butt. Yeah. She's offset. She's yeah, gonna kick she, my butt. She taught you all the moves. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when we come back from break, you got a note for uh, talking about chokeholds. Oh so yes, let's talk about chokeholds when we Ooh, come back from break. Chokes. Okay, guys, if you haven't heard, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcasts for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Chokeholds. All right? Chokeholds. And, and you hear the name. And this is where... Strangulations. And th- and, but this is where a guy who's an expert, like when you hear, like I'm a police officer, right? And I hear, ah, yeah, I got my house got robbed. No, your house got burglarized. Yes. There's, there's I would think. He was assaulted yeah, yeah, in no. the state of Florida. No, he was battered. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's you, you hear it, and you're just like, ooh, this is, that, and yes. it gets you. And I said chokehold, or I say chokehold, right? But there's a difference. There's a difference. Well, you, what you're telling me, it's like, Nick, it's, there's a difference. So can you explain? Me, okay, well. I mean, well, break it. No, you don't have to go too crazy. Uh, you got, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor, but um, I, you know, I have some experience in this because I used to teach defensive tactics at the, at the uh, police academy. So we, we did have to take a, a, um, um, a course with the, uh, back then, the medical examiner for, um, for the Miami-Dade police, for the Miami-Dade department. Of um, whatever the hospital County of is. Miami. County, whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, yes. Um, for the most part, when I apply um, a strangle, I am applying pressure to the sides of the neck. I'm affecting the, the blood flow, the carotid arteries, which are on the sides of the neck. Right. Okay. I'm not really affecting um, respiratory, which means, for example, if you if you eat swallow a piece of candy or something, you can't. Right. You're, that's, you're choking. Choking. Okay, I got that's you. That's a choke. Heimlich time. Heimlich right. time. Yeah. But when I apply pressure to the sides, it's more of a strangle. I'm not affecting, directly affecting your, your, 
you know, the trachea area here. I'm not even affecting that at all. I'm just applying pressure to the sides of the neck. Matter of fact, if I take, if I were to take um, the two knuckles of my hands and apply them to the sides of your neck, yeah, there without any pressure on the front or the back, with just enough pressure, I'll put you out. Wow. It could even be done with on, on one side. <laughs> oh, now let's do it right now. <laughs> it, it could even be done on one side yeah. as evidence of that unfortunate incident where uh, Mr. Uh, George Floyd yeah. was, um, you know, that died was as the pressure because that officer had placed his knee directly on the carotid. Right. And you keep enough pressure there, it's a little bit, it'll take a little bit longer. Yeah. But eventually, you're going to go out. Yes. And you just go out. And you do have time to say, listen, I'm about to go out, which is the reason why yeah. I mean, some people will say, listen, it's not that they can't breathe. Yeah. They're still breathing. But that's, that's the whole, but it's that's a general whole, term. That's the whole of concept yes. of, of like the tap out, you know, yeah. the tap out. It's yes. like, yeah, 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 you, all right, you got warning. me. Yeah, you got me. And then, and then yeah. you know. If and if you keep going, you just pass out. Yeah. And believe it or not, completely painless. Yeah. So, it is painless. Okay. Back in so that, I'm an, ex- an expert. So in. comment below if you want Nick to do this <laughs> yeah. on the next notch. Yeah. So next no, we'll I'm not saying do that at <laughs> yeah. all. I'm just saying I've been put to sleep multiple of times. 25 years training. Yeah. I get put to sleep, not every day, not all the time, but throughout those 25 years, I've been put to sleep several times. And I'm telling you right now, it's painless. All right. So let's, let's hone in on this. Let's ask the question. Chokeholds or strangulations. The LVNR, right? Okay. Good for police work or not? And why and how do we get there? Good question. Good for police work if you know how to apply it correctly and you know, you know, and you know the consequence, you know what can go wrong if applied incorrectly. Bad technique if you're not trained in it and yeah. you try to apply it on somebody. Just arbitrarily well, throwing it on every and it person. And goes, it goes back to the officer that comes out of the academy, sharp. Knows all the latest and greatest moves. Ten years later, has a family, does off duties. It's all. Is it still a good technique then if you're not training, or is it something like riding a bike? You know, you might learn. Oh yeah, no, it's like this. Or should you always be training and always be up to speed on that? <sighs> Got him. Got him. Okay. Uh, deep, because deep breath. I, I have to take a deep breath because I train every single day. Yes. I know. And very although active on to, social media. By although, the way, plug yeah. them, pl- I'm plugging them. What's, yes. the, what's the handles? What's the handles? Freddie mm-hmm. underscore Trillo. T-R-I-L-L-O. Yeah, and they'll be all over our social media. We're going to put them up all over so you guys will be able to find them. Make sure you or go. Or Trillo Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Yes. Or Trillo Academy. YouTube, I have. Yeah, I have, on YouTube, up. I have Trillo Jiu-Jitsu Academy. We're gonna put you down. You sound like me when I was trying to do the donut shop. But don't look, for, <laughs> don't look for Freddie Trillo on YouTube. It's I, I, on YouTube. I use my um, just Trillo Jiu Jitsu Academy. We're, we're gonna put your stuff. I have my own there, but we got you. You'll find me. I'm, I'm gonna put, put it, it out down there. Low. We're happy to help. Great, great snippets. Like he'll he'll snippet a move real quick. That he's hey today we're learning this. Bingo bango bango. It's, and it's not like lengthy lengthy. It's yeah. just bang straight to the straight. point. Man, they're great great content. He's Quickies. Got. Yes. So quickies uh, are good. I'm going to go back to the conversation that we were having about the chokeholds or the LVNR or the strangulation. 
but guys, go follow him. Go. Okay, yeah, real quick. So, yeah, you apply pressure to the sides. You slow down the blood flow. So there is oxygen in your blood flow. That's why you're passing out. So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's painless. Yeah. It'll put you out. But it, it works so well. I've been doing it for so many years. I know for certain I've put out more people than, than, than anyone. Yeah. I had, if you look at my record, going all the way back to my Hialeah police, I was also a cop for Hialeah for 10 years. Excuse me. I had a high arrest rate for both. Proactive. I was very proactive for every department. Yes. That's why I did SWAT. That's why I did robbery, DT. I did it all. But, and I got to use jiu-jitsu, <coughs> excuse me, on a daily basis. And I had the lowest amount of use of force complaints against me because I wasn't hurting anybody. I didn't. I wasn't choking anybody out. Yeah. It just shows you the power of jiu-jitsu. Goes back to what I had mentioned earlier today about the um, er, earlier in the message on on on, um, on be gotta be careful teaching cops too many strikes. Yeah. I don't teach any strikes in my seminars. Yeah. I want to show you that I can completely teach you how to control anybody out there that does not know any jujitsu without having to lay one strike on him. Really? Without having to hit him over the head, punch him, or anything. I've, I I learned this in. Uh Yes, and, that blocking. And then coming in with Clinch. the el- well, coming into strikes with the pointed elbows in Ritz okay. you, you, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good, that's a good move. Yes, he, here's the thing. Yeah. That Ritz School was great, but we had different people that had different oh, that wasn't yours. expertise. Oh, okay. So and they no wanted words. to plug in their strikes. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, everybody has to throw in yeah. their little piece. And I'm like, I would not normally teach that, but since it's not my class, I'm just a small part. So I had to go. So it kind of, it really throws me. I had this conversation with, with Moise, I believe. I know I did. I go, Moise, you got to be careful who you guys bring in. Because if I am teaching these cops how to control somebody without strikes, and you bring somebody in that's going to teach you how to crack people over the head, and this, you're going to completely destroy everything that I just set up, yeah. th- that I taught them. Yeah. And they're going to resort back. Which, because it's so much easier to hit somebody yes. as opposed to grappling with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to resort back to that, and you're going to really mess up everything that we've been trying to change. Yeah. yeah I, I, can, uh, I can attest that he, he listens to you. And our, and our academy is squared away with that. With yes, that they are. But, that's, but you're talking about in-service training, not necessarily academy Well, stuff. that's how you change the philosophy yeah. of, of training well, for st- all departments. Yeah, you start at the academy. and then You start at the academy well, you, level. But you've got to insert that to the guys that are the, those 10 years, 15 years on. You gotta, well, you well, come back. Well, come listen. I got the formula for that. All right. Oh. I got the formula hey, for preach, that. Preach, preach, brother, preach. This is how you fix it. Yeah. But it's not something that's going to happen. Well, they started... The process started years ago when, when we started, where a few of us, like myself, started teaching it to the departments, creating that awareness. I think the awareness is a lot better than it was 20 years ago. Still has a lot to go. Yeah. But how you fix it is, now, well, now you have more officers training jiu-jitsu. They see the value of it. It's a life insurance. How much is your life worth? Okay, people pay for insurances for for this, for that. Uh, They go to the gym, they work out, but they refuse to sign up to an academy that teaches them 
the, the skills that you need to go out there and perform your job correctly so that if this happens, the big ugly, as I refer to it, shows up one day, you have those answers for that one guy. Yeah. So you yeah. have to go out of your way and train. But how do you fix it? Well, you create a program, and, I, and like you said, the department, the state of Florida, at least because we're in Florida, the people up north have started to make changes to the DT that's taught in all departments, and they've included a lot of jiu-jitsu in it. Yeah. It's a lot better than it was. There's still a lot more work that needs to be done. But if you can create a solid program at the academy level and you mandate it that for every new officer, they must take that jiu-jitsu course that's going to last them, let's say they take an hour a day. Give me a student an hour a day for nine months to a year, I guarantee you that that officer, when he graduates that academy, is going to be very well prepared yeah. for whatever encounter out in the street. I know I could do it because I've been doing it for several years with my regular students in the academy, yeah. and I can do it with the officers. Now, once you mandate it at the police academy, not going to happen overnight, five, ten Years from now, those new officers that you started teaching now have gone up the ranks. And in 10 and 15 years, you'll have an entire department yeah. with knowledge of jiu-jitsu and the importance and the effectiveness and how useful it is of a tool for the department as well as society, the community, and the whole nine yards. Yeah. That's how you change it. That's well, how you implement it. I got, a, I got a question. It's been said, and I may get the, the belt system incorrect but it's been said uh recently that i've heard um that every police officer should be a purple belt no you know, or just recommended not you know. necessarily yeah. purple um <laughs> okay if you sign up to an academy yes uh uh, uh, uh jiu-jitsu academy if you sign up to a jiu-jitsu yes. academy yes, yes you can, can go through the belt ranks but not necessarily that's not necessarily True or bad or, or can, well, false? I mean, can if you, Freddie, maybe if you're describing that as just a level of experience, yes, maybe something better. You've not they're a lot better prepared. You don't have a belt on, right? But you're at a level of experience and training through the, either the police department or off duty that you've got that right. Level. Here's the thing, because I've been doing it for so long, I know exactly. There's a lot of things that uh, you'll learn at an at a martial art academy or jiu-jitsu academy. That you don't necessarily need for police. Work. Oh, that's what I was gonna. That's Ooh, what I was gonna say. Ken, Ken, yes, you didn't let me say it. I was. I know. I know. I'm sitting here staring. This at is the my computer. friend, though. This is my friend. I know. And you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Ken, Freddie, Ken, Freddie, Taylor, the. And I, you know what? I, and I might put him for my mouth. You already have something like this. For, I do. Yeah, Taylor, something. I know exactly police, what it is because you are. You yes. lived it. You experienced the, the big ugly, as you like to call it, or the bad ugly. Was it big ugly? The big ugly. Big ugly. And you're like, this is what I needed. Yes. This, and you c come up with a curriculum and a plan. So you got this. I have it. You got there's, it. There's, there's, hey, the magic, got the the magic key. And so, hey, let's patent that thing, man. Let's, and so, let's go. Shark tank, so, shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great point. Yes, there's a lot of stuff that they'll teach you at an academy. This is great. But a lot of stuff, you don't necessarily need it. You only need a few things for police work. Oh, okay. You need a good takedown. You need a good mount control. Hey, hey, are you sure you want to give up all your secrets? 
this is the show. I was giving up the recipe. If, no, to learn more, I, visit my website. No, there's no, no, no secret here. I want other instructors right. to the, teach this. Ain't and right. stop wasting your time on the stuff that's not necessary. Listen, a good takedown. Yes. Good takedown defense. Boom. Good mount control. You're understanding how the leg works, getting past people's legs. Side mount, mount control, and back mount. You don't even need to know chokes. Although I feel that it's extremely important that even though a department does not um, use chokes or strangles. Yeah. Strangles is the correct one, not yeah. choke. We don't choke anybody. Yeah. We strangle people. Um, that sounds worse. <laughs> it sounds, sounds worse, crazy. but it's not. It's not. It's, uh, it's, choke sounds bad pull to me. Pull the constrictor off my belt. Yeah. yeah. But um, so... Even if you don't apply, even if you don't use a neck restraint. Yeah, there you go. That sounds a lot better. Okay. <laughs> PC. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's still important to know how to apply it. Yeah. Okay. And what can happen if you apply it incorrectly. Oh, yeah. So I think awareness is very, very important. So even though, because I've heard of some departments, uh, we don't teach that, so we don't even want to talk about it. No, I don't think that's right. You need to talk about it because you got to understand that you can't let a bad guy get to your back and go for your neck. Yes. Because if yeah. he goes for your neck, Preach. but you were never taught what it could do, it On could kill defense. you. Yes. Yeah. It can yeah. kill you, incapacitate yeah. you, and now you have a, an officer incapacitated where now the subject can take out your gun and now he can kill you, and everybody around you is in danger. Yeah. So you may not want to teach it, but you got to teach what can happen if you allow somebody how it works and what it could do if it gets applied to you. Well, so it's like that elephant in the room. But but it's also it's also like they say, weapon of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it, all all things go out the window when it's my life is about to end. Yeah. They don't yes. teach us how to run people over with a car. Or hit him with a flashlight. Hit him with a flashlight, or pick up this mug, or something. But they say, but there's a weapon of opportunity. If it's if it's, that's it, and you're about to go out, and you're about to die, or something, you survive. So that I mean, it's good to be exposed to everything. And if that's something like, obviously, we can't do things with cars or mug. We talk about it, but chokes we can demonstrate. You know, like this is what it feels like, and get them to a point because they did that in they did that in Rid School, where they get you to a point. And they say, you, f- you got the pressure, you feel it, and then you tap, and you say, yeah, no, I feel it. I didn't do that before, yeah. but I did it there. So that's, that's, that was huge to get that, okay, here comes the black walls. Zway, I'm going oh. to stop it right oh, there, yeah, you know? Actually, feels good. <laughs> and you said that. <laughs> <laughs> a euphoric. A euphoric. It's a, it's it is. Meditation. It gives you a <laughs> euphoric feeling. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird, but it kind of feels good. It feels tingly. So, Not that I like to get choked, but yeah. Man, I, I want to pick your brain. I want, I want this could be a three hour totally. episode, yeah. yeah. But uh, we're coming to our time, I yeah. Think? We're, we're on it, man. All right, Freddie, the first guest ever on the Donut Shop podcast. Ooh. Oh, we That's didn't even good. get to the River Cop days. No, we're That's g- the next one. Oh, it's <laughs> even a, 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 a teaser, man. I oh appreciate a great gosh. conversation. Yes, uh, thanks to your wife for, for sitting in, she was giving us a thumbs up. And she was doing good. You're gonna have one with uh, the wives. Police, how, well, what? Like, I guess we're gonna pick the police wives' brains, you know, oh and do like a little. What's it called? What it's board? like being married to a psycho. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. yeah. 
Strangulation. In strangulation. Okay, so. So, uh, yes. A um, lot more to talk about. So, But before we end, tell us or tell the audience where they can find you out if they want to train with you or check you out uh, physically, um, physically. <laughs> Trilo Jiu-Jitsu Academy and located in Miami Gardens. Mm-hmm. Miami Lakes, PSN area, because I'm I'm on Miami Gardens Drive. Yeah, yeah. you know, so the Miami and, Lakes. Um, yeah, you could just find me. That's not that's not far. Short drive if you're in Broward, Dade. It's kind of centrally I, located. I border the north end of Dade County and the south end of Broward. Yeah, so right, right. I'm like Pines, just Miramar. a few blocks from Miramar in Pines. Yeah, so if yeah. you guys if you guys close want, to I-75, Ooh. you want some legit training i'm not putting down any other trainers but that that can also intertwine with uh, law enforcement this is your man this guy's teaching all over the place uh recognition from the uh, gracies i guess like, well i got my black belt oh there oh, you go yeah, so i didn't even mention that he yeah. is the real deal <laughs> yes, yes. So. that that would have nothing that was more of a german thing i don't yeah. know it was not, nothing to do with jujitsu but I just make up weird voices. Anyways. But cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you, you very much, up. man. It's, it's, it's been a pleasure. Very First cool. guest ever. For sure. And I have a lot more things to say, but on the next one. Yes. Yeah. We are going to really get in deep. About the size, right? The size. <laughs> the size. <laughs> size matters. matters. <laughs> why don't in a fight. Sh- in a fight. In a why fight. Don't you, put that out there. <laughs> why don't you shout out your shirt real quick, though? Actually, oh, oh yeah. Shout out to NYPD. Oh. Okay, those guys out there, man. You know, it's... To have to do a police job, to have to do this job in general, and having your all your tools taken away from you, yeah, but the mic is just yeah. huge. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's just an yeah. invita- a disaster waiting to happen. We it's might so unfortunate. We might have some NYPD or an NYPD. Oh, they're coming come down. We got, they're we're gonna have them moving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got my, one of my buddies works show. up there in Manhattan. So yeah, we're gonna yeah. have them come in and tell their Big stories. Time, they're man. going through a lot of stuff up there. They should be leaving. They're probably because, leaving that department. Oh well, yeah, I, I heard South Florida agencies were recruiting up there. Recruiting them, so yeah, yeah big up to them. <laughs> We're gonna get them on, uh, you know, talk about them, my buddy, and then uh, big up to uh, off-duty outfitters, also up there in New York, uh, yeah. out of Long Island. Love Those that guys shirt, are cool. man. Yeah, yeah, the, like the, the back colors it, and stuff. The back of it, I'll like show you the back of it. Stuff. You just gotta put the uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, signature yeah. Freddy stuff. Boom! Hey, there it is. There it is. Was that oh, crime she wave? almost did it. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she's doing it. Yeah. Look at her hand. Oh, yes. Got it. Love it. Yeah, very cool, people. So. So yeah, I appreciate it. So. I got the I got the Savage Tacticians shirt. Huckleberry. Yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. One of my favorite characters, Doc Holliday. Totally. Wack. I have a Whatever Doc Holliday shirt. So Tombstone, great movie. So yeah. that's what I'm rocking. So today. we started. We end. We started the show on a cheers. Cheers. Salute cheers. to our first guest on a cheers. All right, guys. See you guys Later, on the next everybody. one. Okay. Signing off. Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040.